Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. All right, it's just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It is Saturday, March 12th here in the New York City area. We welcome all of you back for hour two of America's number one travel radio show. And although we spring forward tonight with the clocks, well, Mother Nature uh, here on the East Coast has decided to keep winter going. Uh, at least for today. I think it's going to be a nice week ahead, but not for the weekend. Anyway, if you're just tuning in, folks, today's show has a spotlighting a number of key sectors of the travel world. Last hour, we've already focused on airlines, trains, RVs, and cruises. We're now going to talk theme parks, uh, and also this hour, we'll be covering the latest on hotels, tour operators, bus travel, and auto rentals. So as I said in hour one, today we are drilling down on the micro and the macro of travel as we try to keep doing what we do best, and that's talking everything and anything in the world of travel. That's right. For the next seven minutes or so, theme parks is going to have our attention, and there is no one better to give us the latest than show friend Robert Niles of ThemeParkInsider.com. Bobby says he is ready to go on that show hotline, so let's get right to him. All right. We will get right to him. Good morning, Robert. Robert, nice to have you aboard with us on the big show today. Good morning. It's great to be back. Well, thanks. Always always good to have you, Robert, on the show. So, you know, we haven't had a chance to get into this topic too much uh, in the past with you, and I want to start off here. Walt Disney World in Orlando is celebrating its 50th anniversary in Disney's universe. A birthday apparently lasts 18 months. All right, so that's, that's good to know. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to hear about what's happening for visitors during the celebration and also talk about some of the new things happening at Disney this year that you think, you know, our listeners around the country should know about if they're planning a visit. Yeah, Disney is having a really big this year, uh, big year this year. Uh, the 50th anniversary kicked off last October, and as you said, it's 18 months because time behaves differently in Disney's world. <laughs> uh, but uh, huge things coming up. They've got a big new Guardians of the Galaxy themed indoor roller coaster. It's the first ever roller coaster at Epcot. That's coming in later this year, probably early in the summer. Um, and they've just put open this huge new interactive Star Wars hotel experience. It's a two-night experience. It's all themed to be like you're on a cruise in a spaceship. It's not cheap, and, though, uh, that one. What? It's not cheap from what I've seen. I've seen prices, five, $6,000 yeah, to stay there. This one is really dividing the fan community. It is an amazing experience, perhaps the most creative thing Disney has ever done. Yet at the same time, as you said, for a family of four, this two-night experience is going to run you about $6,000. Mm. It's all-inclusive, includes front-of-the-line pass to their big new Star Wars rides at Hollywood Studios. But they definitely want to make sure that the people coming on this are hardcore Star Wars fans. Like I said, it's an interactive experience. You don't have to really participate in it. But if no one's participating in it, it's, it's not the same type of thing. So they want people to come in, dress up like Star Wars characters, pretend that they're Star Wars <laughs> characters, and really get into the spirit of the whole thing. Well, so, that is hard. For $5,000 or $6,000, you better. 
<laughs> Hardcore and fluent. Your money's worth out of it. Yeah, I bet. I bet it'll do well. Um, be interesting to watch. All right, so let's head to San Diego, Robert. The new Sesame Street San Diego is scheduled to open on March 26th. That's going to give people another reason to visit that city. There's already so much to do there. It, from what I've seen, it is the first new theme park to be opened by SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment in nine years. And I think as SeaWorld moves away from these live animal shows, that San Diego park of theirs probably needed something to draw visitors. So what, uh, what can you share about the Sesame Street in San Diego opening? Yeah, this is this is actually off in, in Chula Vista. Uh, it was a former aquatical water park, and they've converted it into a Sesame Street-themed theme park. So you've still got some of the water rides there, but you also have like a little roller coaster, some kiddie rides. They've got a big new Sesame Street parade that was first seen at uh, SeaWorld in Orlando. It's been a real uh, award winner for them. And, of course, a lot of shows and meet and greets so that you can come sit on the stoop at 123 Sesame Street, meet Big Bird, uh, and, and just kind of enjoy all of the characters. So it's going to be a really great park for families with toddlers and early elementary kids. Or those of us who grew up with Sesame Street and just want a trip, uh, a trip down memory lane. Uh, so I think, yeah, as you said, that that's going to be a really big attraction for families in the San Diego area, visiting the San Diego area. And over at the uh, the original SeaWorld San Diego Park, they just opened a really fun new uh, floorless dive coaster called Emperor. I just went on that, and it is, like I said, it is just a lot of fun. Well, a, a floorless dive well, coaster? What does that mean? What, is what does that, that mean? You're 150 feet up in the air. Uh, the coaster is just kind of seats bolted onto the track, so your your, your feet are just kind of swinging there. Uh, and then they just kind of tip you so you're facing straight down, and it's a 90-degree drop down about Rudy, I'm sorry feet. I asked. All right, so Rudy, listen, uh, Robert, Rudy is on the West Coast today. He's out there in L.A. Maybe you can arrange. Rudy, give a live report for, for next week's show. But anyway, uh, Rudy, you have yeah. anything for Robert? I'm leaving right now. That's what I want to do. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> yeah, yeah Ro- Robert, nice to hear your voice again. Um, I, 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 maybe maybe we should leave aside the Star Wars thing because it really requires a certain amount of, of, of money, sure. obviously. What are one or, the, one or two of the biggest happenings in theme parks anywhere in the United States this, uh, this year we ought to know about? Uh, I would say actually that Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot is going to be a really big deal. They're calling it okay. a story coaster. They're kind of using the same, uh, you know, kind of rotating car experience for the Haunted Mansion, but they're putting it onto a roller coaster itself. Uh, so that's going to be something new. And of course, the first Marvel themed attractions they've had at Walt Disney World, although legally they cannot use the word Marvel because Universal Orlando owns those rights. Uh, and then you've got. Now the, SeaWorld is going all in on roller coasters across the country. I mentioned the one in San Diego. They've just opened one in Tampa, one in Orlando, and they're going to have one up at Busch Gardens Williamsburg called Pantheon that's going to be opening up at the end of the month as well. So they're big on roller coasters this year. And you're, you're not upside down on any of these, are you? Yeah, maybe. Well, so Robert, the Tampa one is the one that you're upside down on. Let, the other ones, uh, not so much. Noted. Let me ask you uh, exactly. So you know, and I know SeaWorld's become really the roller coaster uh, company out there. But all right, so so to, uh, a serious uh, question I want to ask. Yeah, you're out there in California. Gas, you know, maybe over eight dollars a gallon this week or whatever. I want to know, you know, although many theme park <laughs> fans are passionate, do you think that if fuel prices stay high this spring and summer? that it may throttle back some of the business at the theme parks just as we're emerging from the the virus in terms of fewer visitors or even from a staffing standpoint as some people may not be able to afford to go to work. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a challenge for them. Uh, running a theme park, I mean, it's, it's an act of juggling. You're dealing with all of these variables at once. You're dealing with fuel costs. You're dealing with 
things like the pandemic. You're dealing with weather. That's a big thing. But generally what you see is all of these, these kind of peripheral costs really affect the regional theme parks more than they do the big destination heavy hitters like Disney and Universal. Uh, people tend to commit to those vacations and stick with them regardless of what the price is going to be. And also it's going to really depend on how much fuel prices end up affecting uh, airline prices as well. well. That's true too. So many yeah. people do, do fly into places like yeah, Orlando. Or if we start to see surcharges. Well, all right. So, Robert, listen, we're going to leave it there for today. We always enjoy having you on the show, as you know. Folks, for all things theme parks, if you haven't done it already as a regular show listener, be sure to bookmark themeparkinsider.com. Have a great weekend, Robert, and look for that video of Rudy on that roller coaster, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, Rudy, listen, that is something. But, no, all right. thank you. I can't wait. <laughs> exactly. All right. Up next is our spotlight on the world of travel continues. We're headed down to Washington, D.C. See Chip Rogers. He's the CEO of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. He is on deck. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than Helix. This is an all-American-made mattress company that gets it, folks. We're not all the same, so why would you buy a one-size-fits-all mattress? HelixSleep.com slash carry makes it simple with high-quality, soft, medium, firm, and even plus-size mattresses, all designed to fit your particular sleep preferences. Go take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep style to the best mattresses out there, and right now you'll also save $200 at HelixSleep.com slash carry or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Our secret to staying on track with our goals? Hello Fresh. Their delicious recipes and doorstep delivery take the hassle out of mealtime. And their calorie smart and carb smart options make eating well easier than ever. You can take your pick from 50 menu and market items each week and even customize the box by swapping in proteins and sides for meals that work for you. Right now, get an exclusive offer during their President's Day sale. Get 16 free meals plus three free gifts with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Cars today have more tech than the first spaceship. Something's guaranteed to break. That's why you need CarShield. When you have a car repair, you choose the mechanic and CarShield gets the rest taken care of. Plans through CarShield even provide rental car options, roadside assistance, and trip reimbursement all at no extra cost. Get coverage today and save 10% by going to carshield.com carry or call 800-391-8888. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. A deductible may apply. If you're thinking about breaking some bad habits this year, start with this one, overpaying for your prescriptions. To do that, always check GoodRx. GoodRx instantly finds discounts and compares prices at all the pharmacies in your neighborhood. GoodRx is free, easy to use, and could instantly save you up to 80%. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, go to GoodRx.com carry. That's GoodRx.com carry. GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance. In 2021, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% on retail prescription prices. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert and Mary and our show team anytime on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Now, back to award-winning RM World Travel. 
All right, folks, airlines, trains, RVs, cruises, theme parks have all been covered so far today. And as Mary and I welcome you back for the G Block, the hotel sector of travel is on tap for the next 10 minutes. This portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. And get spring break ready with new luggage and save as the team at Travel Pro is offering 15% off site-wide plus free shipping. Well, 15% off, free Cannot shipping. Beat that. You like that? Our Travel Pro bags, folks, they certainly make our travels a lot easier when we're on the go. Every traveler needs a companion that they can trust. And Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers because they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. Go get your new luggage for spring break and save 15% with that free shipping at TravelPro.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, now we're en route down to Washington, D.C. on that show hotline. Show friend Chip Rogers, the CEO of the American Hotel and Lodging Association, is ready to go, so let's get right to him. Well, Chip, I can't believe it's been since last August that you were on with us. I think right around the time we were all having dinner at Daphne's on 15th Street there in D.C. Nice to have you back on America's number one travel radio show with Mary and me. Yeah, it is great to hear you again. Thanks for having me. Well, great to have you back. All right, so we're going to get right into this. You know, Mary and I just completed the pandemic iteration of our big 10-city Let's Go America tour. People are without question traveling again. We wrapped it at the Wynn Las Vegas and Encore on February 26th. If you didn't know the date, frankly, from what we experienced, you'd think we were back in 2019 and pre-pandemic. We've certainly seen a real disconnect across the country as we've traveled these past 10 months. Not every city is doing as well as Las Vegas or certainly what we encountered down in Texas and Florida. So before we get into Russia, runaway inflation, fuel prices, a lot more. How do you feel right now about the state of the hotel and resort sector of travel across America? Well, the resort sector is doing fantastic, as you indicated. Overall, the hotel sector uh, is doing better. We're not back to 2019. At some point this year, room revenue will return to 2019 levels. But as you saw firsthand, uh, this is a spotty recovery. Take last week, for example. Miami led the nation uh, when comparing it to the same week in 2019, up 25% in room revenue wow. uh, compared to 2019. The flip side of that, San Francisco was still down 64% compared to 2019. Oh, and so we are seeing a recovery that is great in some places and very slow in others. So still inconsistent. All right. So, Chip, let's talk about what's happening in the world a little bit right now. It clearly impacts all of our lives, uh, and it's impacting many sectors of the travel world. Since we don't have the ability to see into the future, what happens with Russia's war on the Ukraine is, is certainly an unknown in terms of escalation levels. But what we do know is fuel prices are at record highs, and that means the hotel front desk clerks, housekeepers, the bellmen who drive to their jobs, they're certainly paying more to get to and from work. It means food deliveries are more costly as truckers impose surcharges. It may even curtail some leisure and business travel impacting hotel occupancies. I don't know, but what are you hearing from your connections in the industry about ways that hotels are dealing with these realities? Boy, it is the last thing we needed coming out of Omicron because we were expecting, and most of the experts predicted, that this might be the best summer ever for leisure travel. Uh, Business travel is not back, uh, as you noted a moment ago. Uh, But leisure travel is booming because people want to get out and travel, and just about everybody feels safe. And now, of course, we have, in some places, gasoline prices over $7 a gallon. That is certainly going to impact the distance that people are are willing to travel. Um, We're hoping that they still want to get out there and travel, maybe just someplace a little closer to home. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's no question it's going to have an impact. And as, as fuel prices continue to go up week after week after week, Uh, We don't know where they're going to stop and and how big of an impact it will be. The second point you made is one that has just been critically important to our industry, and that is in and around this topic of labor. Um, It is the single biggest challenge that hoteliers are facing right now, and that's finding people. 
And then when you start thinking about resorts that may not be uh, near a major population center or even very expensive places like Southern California to house people, it means that people have to drive much further to their job and they're much less likely to take a hotel-related job if it means they've got to travel 20, 25 minutes to get to their job because there's not affordable housing uh, in many of our urban markets. And so Mm. a lot of things working against us when fuel prices hit the level they've hit recently. Mm. We're hoping they would come down at some point, but we may be in this for the long haul. And that's certainly going to put a damper on what happens this summer. I want to build on the employee Mm. sector of things because, you know, as Mary and I, we've been traveling around the country, we've had the opportunity to sit down with a number of hotel general managers and other members of hotel executive teams. Certainly supply chain issues come up consistently as issues that they're battling, but really finding and keeping employees continues to be a source of frustration. And Chip, I say that because it's not as much the property down the street sometimes stealing staff. Oftentimes now they find it's Amazon or Uber or an entirely different industry. So, uh, you know, how many workers do you really think are needed back to get hotels fully firing on most cylinders? Well over a million when you look at the total landscape of those who work directly for a hotel and those who work for companies that supply goods and services to hotels. Now, if we're just talking direct hotel employment, it's probably a few hundred thousand that we would need to make it through this summer. But, you know, you've also got to have, as you mentioned, the supply chain. You've got to have the goods and services that support the hotel. So clearly over a million, and you're exactly right. It is Amazon. It is Walmart. It's all those companies that specialize in delivering goods to people that are hiring up everybody, and they're doing it at very high wages. Uh, The hotel industry wages have gone up significantly. Housekeeper wages during 2021 went up almost 20% year over year. That's a a major raise. That's a massive increase, yeah. Yeah, and unsustainable, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is not a matter of hotels being willing to pay their employees. It's just competing with Amazon is, is very difficult. Chip, I want to talk about loyalty programs. I think this is something that hotels need to take a good look at. This could go for airlines uh, and other sectors of travel as well. With fewer business travelers out there, that's certainly, I think, at least short-term, possibly long-term change, maybe forever, meaning elite status level is going to be harder to get. And I think more travelers want loyalty programs that are perhaps better personalized to their particular travels. I'd like your thoughts on this and if you're seeing any movement in this direction. That's a great question and something that has become a, a major topic of discussion in and around the industry just in the last few months. And it's it's exactly what you pointed out. With fewer business travelers who almost exclusively formed the base of their loyalty programs and, and, and an increased amount of leisure travelers who don't care as much about loyalty programs, um, the brands are looking at this and saying to, to themselves, how do we remake this in a way that is attractive to the leisure traveler? Uh, but you almost need to take it one step further because now what we're recognizing is that leisure travel is not the same thing as it used to be. Uh, And business travel is not the same. We now have this term leisure. Correct. We just commissioned a study uh, through our friends at Accenture, and it found that of business travelers, 89% are turning their trips into a combination of business and leisure. And so when you think about a rewards program um, that can attract both segments of travelers, uh, then you've got a home run. I don't think anyone's figured it out yet, but there are a lot of people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it okay. is something that's yeah. going to have to be addressed. Uh, <clears> with, <throat> I, I know false. on the airline side, American Airlines, they just simplified things. But mm-hmm. all right, so I want to talk about the ways travelers today, they're different than maybe two or three years ago, and specifically what they really want from properties that they choose to stay at these days. You know, you just mentioned, okay, we've seen a big increase in leisure travel. I think you just referenced 89% of travelers are t- want to turn their or are turning their 
their travels into Bleasure. You know, that clearly is a result of being able to, to work remotely in, you know, many jobs out there. But, you know, I'd say sanitation, enhanced cleanliness, that's going to be with us for a while. That's not a bad thing. But what are some other areas that you see that hotels are maybe evolving from your perspective, Chip? Well, it's almost a 180-degree uh, change in the viewpoint on, on design. If you recall pre-pandemic, hotels were moving towards smaller rooms and larger common areas. And now that's completely flipped. We've seen during the pandemic the one segment of hotels that did the best were extended stay. And because you have more space, you have some of those things in your room that are necessary to both work and live (laughs) or work and stay for an extended period of time. And so when we're thinking about what do consumers want, they need space, they need a desk, they need really good internet connection. They don't need the common areas quite as much, though we think that will come back. Um, And so hotels need to be able to respond to that. The second thing that we've seen is a dramatic change is a move away from the hotel itself providing food and beverage. Um, You know, these um, delivery services have really taken over and almost eliminated traditional hotel room service. And so I was at a conference recently and talking to one of the delivery service people, and their only role was to sign up hotels for food service uh, delivery. And, and so they've moved into that space in a dramatic way. Wow. And in some hotels, that's not necessarily a bad thing to have somebody out on the outside being able to, to take care of your food and beverage. Yeah, we were told that at Wynn Encore, when we were out there across the street, the new uh, Hilton Conrad, the Resorts World open, and their room service is now Grubhub. That's what it is. So, I mean, we, we, we saw that firsthand. Chip, listen, we're going to have to leave it there for today. It's always great having you on the show, hearing your insights. Uh, you always bring it. So thank you very much. I hope you have a great weekend, okay? Yeah, thank you again Thanks, for, the, Enjoy your weekend. for the latest. Okay. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Well, Chip always brings the facts and uh, interesting. Uh, he's experiencing the same thing that we're seeing out there right now, yeah. Mary. So, a candid update. Folks, as we pause for some sponsor messages, well, we're going to head up to Rhode Island next as our focus moves to tour operators. Jacqueline Leibel-Cote with Colette is coming up, and now is a good time for you to go vote in our latest travel polls at rmworldtravel.com or just connect with us on social media at rmworldtravel. The fastest two hours in travel returns in mere moments, so keep your radios locked in as your favorite travel radio show rolls on. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. It's a new year, but it may be feeling harder than ever to find and hire the qualified people you need. That's why LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to find the people you want to talk to for free. Create a free job post in minutes on linkedin.com slash carry to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash carry. That's linkedin.com slash carry. Or visit armworldtravel.com for a link under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at PreferredHotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com.
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. All right, as we get back to it, folks, from uh, an interesting conversation about hotels with Chip Rogers last segment to now the tour operator sector of travel for the H Block, our show hotline is going to take us up to Pawtucket, Rhode Island this segment to engage with Colette's president and chief brand officer. Yeah, you know, Robert, I'm really looking forward to reconnecting with Jacqueline today. And, and to share a little background with all of you, we actually had the pleasure of attending Colette's centennial celebration back in 2018 in Providence. Yeah, have a good time with her. And we did. Uh, that's where we interacted with her during that event. And we've known her dad, Dan Sullivan, their CEO for years. Colette is the longest-running tour operator in North America, offering trips on all seven continents. Wherever you want to go, they've got you covered. Um, and we really appreciate that they're a family-owned tour operator. So I'm going to leave it there. Let's get right to her uh, in this conversation as we say hello to Jacqueline Leibel-Cote. Jacqueline, hello. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. It's so great to be back. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being a part of our show today. We really appreciate it. So I'm going to start by really applauding your stand on the situation with the Ukraine, uh, you know, canceling all the tours to Russia this year, you know, as other operators have done, but also ceasing any business in Russia and going a further step with your humanitarian efforts to the people of Ukraine. So we really respect that and wanted to acknowledge it. From a travel standpoint, you know, as we all work to emerge from the pandemic, demand for Europe, you know, was high again before the invasion. I know things are more dicey right now in Eastern Europe, but, you know, what can you report to the nation about current demand for Western Europe? Yeah, I mean, look, what, as if COVID weren't enough for, for two years with travel and then, you know, you have you have what's happening and it's so unfortunate. So definitely our, our thoughts are with those in the Ukraine. And um, so thank you for mentioning that and thank you for your kind words there. Um, look, right now for us, demand is up. We're, you know, we're, we watch the numbers every day um, to see if what's happening within Russia and Ukraine is impacting the numbers. And knock on wood, we're not seeing that happen yet. We are seeing, um, and, and Europe is a, de- is a region that travelers are really wanting to get back to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, domestic touring is doing really well, but I would say Europe is for sure outpacing this year. Mm-hmm. That's what we're hearing. So, Jacqueline, sticking with the international landscape for a bit here, since we know the domestic market's been strong, and despite fuel prices, I think it's going to continue to be strong this year. But let's go. Let's continue with a little bit of international flair. Iceland's a favorite country of ours to visit. They've made it easier by dropping restrictions. I know Colette offers tours to Iceland, but Canada's another country that we really haven't been able to talk about a lot over the past two years. Um, and many travelers enjoy Canada. I know you love Canada. There's talk that they're going to be dropping more of their restrictions maybe later this month are you touring there this spring and summer uh and is there a favorite area of canada that you personally enjoy yes so canada is definitely very near and dear to my heart my husband's from canada and so my nieces and nephews and family um is from the eastern side um in from montreal we are seeing demand back in canada definitely um in the canadian rockies on the west that's a region you know for that's just spectacular um and it's it's sort of one of those bucket list must-sees doing it by train um you know so we're definitely we are seeing we will be traveling this year back into canada which will be great Mm -hmm. um because it is a destination that people want to travel to and there's a lot of um there's a there's a lot to see my personal favorite outside of touring is where um where we spend time with our family you know, in, sure. it's in the eastern townships. But yeah, Canada's great, and there's definitely demand coming back. Good, oh, there, there's good, good. No question. Yeah, Canada's Canada. great areas. Um, all right. So, you know, Mary and I, we just completed a, the special pandemic iteration of our Let's Go America tour. And I have to say, when we were up in Newport for Stop Two last May, 
You know, seeing the Colette tour bus at Brenton State Park actually brought a smile to our faces, and I share that because it was the first time we'd seen a large group of happy travelers in a tour format since the start of the pandemic. So last year saw a large number of rebookings from canceled tours of 2020. Are you still seeing a lot of business from rebookings, or are you now experiencing more new bookings, which means new revenues for this year? We're experiencing both, to be quite honest. You know, it, it's great that you saw a Colette tour bus. It's so funny. We actually um, know a guy who owns a local restaurant here, and he loves to go to Paris, and he sent us a picture when he got there. It was in 2021, and um, a Colette group was there. So, you know, <laughs> you're starting to see that around the globe, which is definitely promising. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that demand is, is definitely demand is definitely back, and, and people are, are looking to travel and all right. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. Okay. Well, listen, we can't have you on today, March 12th, without giving you a quick opportunity to talk about St. Patrick's Day next week, because Irish eyes are smiling. If you go to your website, it's everywhere there. The UK and Ireland are always popular. They've relaxed restrictions. So can travelers get lucky with Colette this year? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Looks like they can. <laughs> Ireland and Ireland's always a top, um, it's a top destination for yeah. sure. And for sure with St. Patty's Day. So yeah, there's an air um, offer that's out there now. So depending on the gateway, it's um, $2.99 or $3.99 for, for air. And you just have to use the um, lucky 22 as the code and you'll be able to get that offer. Well, lucky 22. I love it. Like and that. as somebody who's half Irish and half English, I appreciate you're including the UK in there too. It's good. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Jacqueline, I know, you know, as our Let's Go America tour now transitions a little bit to include international travel, uh, we are, we, we actually thought we were going to take the show in June to Scotland. Yeah. The property that we were working with, they're not going to open now until a little bit later. Uh, so it looks like October or November, but we will be taking the show to Scotland. Scotland, and I think we might come back through Ireland as well. So we're going to leave it there. Folks, you can go get lucky, as Mary said, at Colette Tours and uh, use the, what did you say, Jacqueline, the Lucky 22? Lucky 22. Lucky 22. Well, there you go. Really appreciate we could uh, connect today. Say hello to your dad and the Colette team. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Will do. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Jacqueline. All right. Well, there goes Jacqueline. We just hit the release button. And, folks, the website uh, is just Colette.com. It's 2Ls2Ts.com. All right. As that music plays, taking us into break, we're going to pause for some sponsor messages. Rudy's going to talk bus travel when we return. And then for the J-Block, Robert and I are going to focus on that auto rental sector of travel. Stay with us, everyone. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at preferredhotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. 
You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analysis consumer access.org, number 330. Have you ever wanted to know what's happening at home or even your small business when you're not there? Well, we're fans of the new wireless outdoor camera from Simply Safe. It lets you see what's happening outside right from your phone and alerts you when anyone approaches. You can customize the perfect system that's right for you in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash carry. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. Quality, durability, comfort. These are all things we want in products we buy. And folks, it's what you get with MyPillow.com slash carry. With around 200 different products waiting for you, including the new My Slippers, quilts, bathrobes, sleepwear, Giza Dreams bed sheets, their luxury hotel quality towels and washcloths, plus premium bed pillows, mattress toppers, and more, or the all-American MyPillow store that's becoming the anti-Amazon. Save up to 50% site-wide and get a 60-day money-back guarantee, plus a warranty at MyPillow.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Nice to have you in the house this weekend. This portion of the program is made possible by linkedin.com slash carry, C-A-R-E-Y. How about making the week ahead the best? Because we all know that growing a small business is difficult. And in today's world, it feels harder than ever to find and hire the qualified people you need. Well, LinkedIn Jobs is here to help you connect with the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn.com slash carry to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of more than, get this number, 770 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Nearly 40 million job seekers visit the site every week, so post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash carry, or as always, find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. You know, we, and I think the American press in general, talk a lot about the condition of the airline and hotel industries. But I got to say, I don't read or see much about the country's bus industry and how it's been affected by COVID and the general downturn in the travel business. Uh, Pete Pentuso is the president and CEO of the American Bus Association. He's been on the show before, and we're delighted to have him today. He uh, heads an industry trade group for buses, obviously, bus companies. So it's, it's part of our intention to, as part of our intention, to do a roundup of the situation in the travel industry today. We wanted to talk to him. Ben, welcome back to the show. Let's start with an overall look at the commercial bus industry right now. Well, good to be with you, Rudy. Uh, you know, we were struggling, and we're still struggling a little bit, but 
going back to 2020, we were down 80% from the prior year. Now we're starting to see the industry climb back. Uh, charter buses are, are starting to travel more, starting to see those fixed route buses, and, and even commuters are coming back. So we're, we're getting back, but we've got a ways to go. And I know that the airline industry's got a, a heaping pile of money from the, uh, from the federal government. Did the bus industry get anything? We got a little bit of money as an industry, but not nearly enough given the impact of COVID on our business. And we tried to get a little more in the in the recent omnibus bill that was moving through Congress and, and fell short. So there's, there will be some other opportunities, and I hope we can get a little bit more for the industry because they do need some help. Did we lose some bus lines during COVID? Yeah, unfortunately, we lost uh, somewhere between 30 and 40 percent of the bus operators. And, and these are small family businesses. They're, they're minority businesses. They're the the fabric of, of American small business, and, and we hated to lose them, um, also means that you know supply and demand is raising its ugly head, and, and there are fewer buses available, which means the prices are going up for some of the users. And you, you know better than I do that there's some sort of higher-end bus services that many people may not know about, like uh, companies that serve particularly the East Coast between Boston and D.C. and New York. Describe a, a couple of those lines for us, will you? Yeah, we're really excited to see that. You know, that's a change that we've seen in the industry in the last few years. And, and for example, out of New Hampshire, coming down to Boston, down into New York City, there are a couple of companies. One is C&J, and they have two-in-one seating. So instead of a typical bus with two-in-two two seats, these two-in-one seats are bigger. They're like a first-class airline seat. Um, they, they get there as quick as the train would, and they provide a comfortable ride at a lower price. And then here in D.C., there's a brand-new company called The jet that's going to New York. They've only got 15 seats and they're, they're motion canceling. So if you hit a bump, uh, there's a computer program in that seat that, that makes you not feel that bump at the end. Oh my goodness. Are, are, are familiar household names like Trailways and Greyhound, um, are they responding to these, to these uh, more upscale bus lines in any way? Well, I think that they are in some ways, but, you know, every company has, has a bit of a niche, right, and, right. and serves a different customer base. And so what we're seeing are these, these kind of niche products that are coming into the market. You know, there's a, another company that's just getting ready to start. It's going to run from D.C. to Nashville, and they're actually going to be sleeper berths, if you will, within the bus, seats that fold down like those that you would be on an overseas flight in that make a bed. And so you wake up in Nashville in the morning, you can enjoy Nashville for a couple of days. D.C. to Nashville. I, would, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have guessed that as a lucrative route. Um, you say it has not yet started? No, it's just getting ready to. I just met the, uh, met the owners a couple, a couple of weeks ago, and they're getting ready to start in, in about a month, I believe. Well, that'll be interesting. And, and uh, you know, it, uh, you can't avoid any, any, any discussion in your average day about rising fuel prices. I presume that means we'll see higher fares eventually. I think so, and, th and that's certainly the biggest issue I hear about. I'm getting calls from, from our bus operators daily saying, you know, what can I do? What, what am I going to do? And, you know, it's a challenge. I mean, some of them are putting surcharges on, and, and some of them are raising ticket prices. You know, but in a lot of cases, they can't do much because their customer contracted with that bus at that price maybe six months ago. So it's, well, a, sure. it's a challenge for our industry and for the customer. Well, best of luck to you. Pete P Pantuso is the president and CEO of the American Bus Association. You can find more details about his organization at buses.org. Pete, thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. 
Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Well, this has been a comprehensive show today for sure. Folks, our net has been cast wide as we've covered so many sectors of the travel world. We've got one more to go before we sign off, and that focus will be on the auto rental sector of travel, which is sponsored by boxofawesome.com. From travel and outdoor gear to trendy styles, cocktails, and more, Bespoke Post partners with an array of small businesses around America to deliver you a variety of the most unique goods and gadgets every month with collections that basically cover every part of your life. You know, this makes such a fun gift item. Each box is guaranteed to have over $70 worth of gear inside to make the box say, wow, you only pay a fraction of the price. Right now, all of our listeners can save 20% off your first box. Go check them out at boxofawesome.com. Put in promo code CARRY at checkout. You'll find a link also at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Michael Taylor is the travel lead with J.D. Power. He's here now via the show hotline to discuss the current state of the car rental industry. Let's get right to him. Hey, Mike. Nice to reconnect with you today. Thanks for jumping aboard with us. Well, thanks for having me. Great to have you back with us. So, you know, we talked throughout the program today about the skyrocketing fuel prices, runaway inflation, and other factors that are and will continue to impact travel. The past few years clearly have been challenging for the car rental industry. We've certainly discussed fleet issues, chip shortages impacting new vehicles. We've seen bankruptcy at Hertz and now how they're rebounding from that. Competition from Uber and Lyft, you know, a lot more. But really want to know, how do you think the industry overall is doing today on March 12th, 2022? And are there any bright spots you're seeing as we head into the spring and summer travel seasons? Well, that's a multifaceted question. Um, the quick answer is that people are significantly less satisfied with their rental car experience for the reasons you just named. You know, the ability to actually get a rental car and then the price that they encounter once they do rent the car. And then the severe shortages at particular times in very travel-intensive markets like Orlando, that you know, are, are where folks you know uh, get a car to move around with their family. So we see that very specific areas are having a lot, still having a lot of problems, and the pricing has um, improved a little bit. If you call that a bright spot, it's kind of just bouncing off the bottom as far as satisfaction. But the satisfaction with the rental car price dropped a precipitous 125 points on our 1,000-point scale, and that is hmm. more than significant. That's yeah, orders that's of magnitude wow. uh, worse than 2019. And speaking with our folks in the automotive side of J.D. Power, uh, we don't really see this improving much uh, as we go through the rest of this calendar year. It's not going to improve until those, as you mentioned, those chips that need to be made to put the cars in, right. to put into the cars, <laughs> and be delivered to the lot. You need the fleet. Yeah, no question. Yeah. So, that. so it's going to be a, still a rough year, and it's going to be more difficult in, in areas of the country like Orlando or Hawaii or, uh, you know, during the sum, late summer, uh, the great Northwest, you know, where there's such a demand. Mm -hmm. The other issue that's happening uh, is the labor shortage is really affecting the rental cars industry to adapt. You know, they have an extraordinarily good forecasting process. People reserve a car. And they know, uh, you know, at Orlando Airport on this particular weekend, they're going to need 3,200 cars or whatever that, you know, number might be. And if they don't have those, they would just move them from Hialeah or drive them over from Tampa or something like that. And, um, you know, folks would jump in a vehicle and drive back to Tampa. Uh, they don't have those folks that to actually drive the cars, physically drive the cars and move that fleet around. Yeah, so and, they're, and they're not really also having, offering those special, you know, $15, $20 one-way rental deals right now either because they can't. Right. And so, you know, and then the other part of it operationally from the fleet side of things, the fleet's getting older with higher mileage. And that is, you know, they have great algorithms saying, you know, the older this car, the more expensive it's going to be for us to 
to maintain. Mike, and then can I take that this. thought? I hate to interrupt you, but sure. I don't want to run out of time. I, I want to take that yeah. thought right there. Older cars, more mileage. So we've been traveling all year, about 55,000 miles across the U.S. on RM World Travel's Let's Go America Tour, renting from Avis and Six. And Avis vehicles are older. They've got higher mileage. We saw that they were more worn out than usual. And we're President Club members, which is supposed to get us the best car in the lot. Not the case. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about Six, because we saw a very different story with this company. Um, Newer cars, better condition, and pricing often better. So what's your opinion on Six and their market coverage here? Sixth is uh, up and coming. Um, they don't make it. Uh, we have some criteria about who we uh, rate in our satisfaction study, and you've got to have a, a nice footprint across the United States. Six doesn't quite have that yet. They're in about 30, 33 airports, I believe, mm-hmm. at yep. the moment, yep. and you've got to have about a minimum of about a hundred uh, to be in our rankings. But you know, we keep a close eye on them. Uh, they have got a foothold in the United States. They are very service oriented. Um, they're trying to do things the right way. And for the most part, the, the rental car industry has been doing things the right way. And the, yes, their fleet is younger simply because they <laughs> just don't have the size of fleet uh, mm-hmm. that the other three, you know, Avis, Hertz, and Enterprise, those holding companies, uh, have to work with. So, yeah, you probably are going to perceive that the sixth car is a little bit better. But eventually, you know, a year, year and a half from now, they'll be in the same spot as everyone as else. They grow. Well, I, yeah, I, I do think, you know, I just saw a report this week that they just had their best year on record. They have certainly uh, attracted our attention. But, Mike, listen, this goes by so quickly. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. I wanted to get into, <laughs> get into the EV cars because I don't understand, you know, the, the move there. But, well, that'll be a conversation for another uh, we day. We should have that t- conversation. We yeah. will do that, I promise yeah. you. Really appreciate the check-in today. Thank you very much. Always uh, great to connect. Have a great weekend, okay? You're quite welcome. Take care, Mike. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Mary. Nice to connect with Michael Taylor, uh, J.D. Power. uh, and He's got to come back soon. Folks, uh, well, we are on the road towards 12 p.m. Eastern time on this Saturday, March 12th. That's a wrap for Hour 2 of our live two-hour broadcast today. If you want to go back and hear any part of today's show, that'll be posted on our website within the next hour for you to access anytime, anywhere. Until we do it all again together next Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time, special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And most importantly, thanks to all of you out there who helped make what we do America's number one travel radio show wherever you may be headed this week safe travels and enjoy and set those clocks ahead tonight you've been listening to award-winning rm world travel america's number one travel radio show on the ssi radio network